Local news, national news, even feel-good news. Delivering the topics that are relevant to you. That's why I listen to Joe. He covers it all. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. And this is crazy. For the second day in a row, at about the same time, a Brightline train has hit a car at the exact same intersection in Melbourne. Uh, You know, it's a shame they don't have some sort of way to uh, track where these trains are going to be at any given time. If there was only a way to identify, uh, uh, you know, maybe by creating a track of some sort where these trains are. And when like when there's like a crossing for that track, like to put things that'll help keep you from going over it. Yeah. I, I don't like to blame the victim in this scenario, but it's likely the victim's fault. And and tragically, you know, those trains go pretty fast. The Brightline trains do. Faster than your than your average, your garden variety Amtrak train. Certainly faster than our Sunrail trains. Uh, and uh, they inflict a lot of damage. People died yesterday. I don't know yet about today. Uh, but it's a real shame. There's one reported fatality from today. Today, golly, that's that's too bad. That is too bad, you know. And and one wonders: are these people that are committing suicide? Because that that has happened on multiple occasions with Brightline. Though typically, it is someone who just step out into the tracks, not drive over the tracks. I don't know if they're trying to beat the train or not, uh, or if they're uh, just despondent and bringing an end to their own lives. Who knows? Uh, that'll take a little bit more of uh, an investigation to determine whether or not that's the case. Well, here's what I know for sure. Today's Friday. It's a three-day weekend for a lot of people. I don't know if you know that. Monday is MLK Day, and uh, a lot of people have MLK Day off. Aren't the schools off? Does anybody have kids? Kids Are kids in school on Monday? No. Paul Cross, you say they're off on Monday. Yep. Yeah, um, I have a school teacher or wife, and uh, she's off on Monday. Yeah, but yeah. I'll be here. I'll be here. You won't be, right? I'm told I will not be here on Monday. Yeah, I'll I'll be here. I'll hold down the fort for you. Well, we appreciate that very much. It is Friday, and uh, for once, uh, for for the second time, we're we're trying out a new feature here on the Joe Kelly Show. Uh, it's called the Joe Kelly Presidential Pinger. We have secretly hidden gps trackers on all of the u.s presidential candidates so we can follow all of their movements around the country as they campaign for potus uh the joe kelly presidential pinger we're now three days away from the iowa republican caucuses we are 67 days away from florida's primary we are 298 days until the general election. Here is the latest polling average for the Republican candidates in the 2024 primary polls. As of today, January 12th, Donald Trump well ahead of the group at 60% polling. Ron DeSantis in second place with 12%. Nikki Haley with 11.7%. And Vivek Ramaswamy with 4.3%. Asa Hutchinson has about 2.4%. It is cold in Iowa. This is an unbelievable amount of snow, um, but we are going to continue to try and touch as many people as we can. Nikki Haley there, winter storm conditions in Iowa are presenting challenges for the Republican candidates as they try to make their final pitches three days out from the caucuses. Former President Trump, Nikki Haley, Ron DeSantis, all forced to cancel campaign events today. For me, 
it comes with the territory and this is kind of what it means to live in Iowa in the middle of winter but two snowstorms back to back feels like a little much. Yeah, someone who's going to be in the caucus there. The Trump campaign announced this morning that it'd cancel an event with Carrie Lake because of the winter weather blanketing Iowa. Haley uh, has been holding telephone town halls while DeSantis, Vivek Ramaswamy, and Go- Governor Asa Hutchinson uh, have held some in-person events today, but ultimately had to throw in the ice-cold towel uh, for in-person campaigning, instead doing campaign events online and and making phone calls. Polls show that Donald Trump has the potential to smash the Republican record for the largest victory margin in a contested Iowa caucus. The person who currently holds the record is Bob Dole, who won by something like 16% in the Iowa caucuses. Senator Joe Manchin, Democrat from West Virginia, is flirting with a third-party presidential run. He's making two stops in New Hampshire today. President Biden got out of the basement for a few minutes today and went to the battleground state of Pennsylvania for a White House event. Nikki Haley's Super PAC releases a new campaign ad in Iowa targeting Ron DeSantis. Again, because we live here in Florida, because we don't vote for 67 more days, we don't get to see all these campaign ads. Uh, but in this particular ad, Nikki Haley uses DeSantis's own gubernatorial campaign ad against him to connect him to Donald Trump. By the way, the ad is called Who's Your Daddy? And that's what they're shouting. Make America great again. Build the wall. Big league. So good. Make America great again. SFA funding is responsible for the content of this Then Mr. Trump said, You're fired. It's always weird when your own words get used against you at some point. That campaign ad where where Ron DeSantis is, you know, t- talking about Bigley and everything else. That was when he ran for governor the first time and did so on the endorsement of Donald Trump. Meanwhile, the Oregon Supreme Court today says it is declining to hear for now. A challenge by five Oregon voters to rule Trump ineligible for the primary and general election ballots in that state based upon Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. The court signaled that it's waiting to hear the action that the U.S. Supreme Court will take in a similar case from Colorado. The oral arguments in that case are set for February 8th. Oregon is one of over two dozen states where legal challenges have been filed challenging Trump's eligibility based upon the 14th Amendment. And finally, we take a quick glance at last night's late night comics and uh, their take on the presidential campaigns. That's right. Last night, Chris Christie officially dropped out of the 2024 presidential race. Christie's just like us. He made a goal for 2024 and then quit 10 days into January. It happens. Meanwhile, last night in Iowa, Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley went head-to-head in a CNN debate. During the debate, DeSantis and Haley each spoke for about 43 minutes. Unfortunately, they were the same 43 minutes. So here, here's what I think this is very no, instructive. No, I'm gonna I think say, it's very instructive no, about what they Actually, the debate lasted two hours, and it ended with both Haley and DeSantis walking off stage like, God, these heels are killing me. Oh. 
there, there were some other Jimmy Kimmel segments that, uh, that he was talking about DeSantis. But man, Jimmy Kimmel is just bitter. He's just angry. And uh, it used to be a comedy show. And I used to think that, uh, that Jimmy Kimmel was one of the funniest late night comics ever. And really, it is just so bitter now. Uh, that I spared you uh, playing Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, he was talking about the Escambia School District that has that has banned the dictionaries, uh, and and just totally blows it out of proportion and and distorts what's really happening there. My name is Joe Kelly. You're listening to the Joe Kelly Show. Stay with us. Coming up next, we got to all the stories and headlines that you missed while you were at work today. It's a busy news day. Uh, The newsroom was uh, extremely busy throughout the day today. We'll have the latest for you coming up next. Stay with us here on WDBO. This is WDBO, 107.3 FM and AM 580, Orlando's news and talk. Cash in on our 100th anniversary with the WDBO Payroll Payout. Your next chance at $1,000 happens Monday at 8 a.m. Listen for the keyword and then tap the Payroll Payout button in the WDBO app. It's our way of saying thank you for 100 incredible years. By the way, you may feel like you're hearing contradictory information. I mentioned to you a few minutes ago that the Florida primary election is in 67 days. It's March 19th. Uh, And then you just heard a commercial during that last commercial break there for an election that's coming up next Tuesday, Tuesday of next week. There is one thing on one ballot in one district in Florida. There is a special election for the Florida House District 35 to replace a uh, an outgoing candidate so it, this is an oddball election it's a one-off it's not part of any kind of election day other than high district 35 uh and honestly i don't know where just i'll look up where district 35 is uh um let me see if i can tell you it's it's in osceola county so it is here it's here in central florida uh, so that is that is a one-off election, though. It's not part of any kind of big election day. So don't feel like, oh, my gosh, I got to get to the polls on Tuesday. I mean, if you live in District 35, you should educate yourself and figure out who's going to be on the ballot and how you want to vote. But don't uh, don't fret that you're going to miss out on uh, a big election day because there's only one issue on the ballot that day. Stepping out of the office elevator. And into today's top stories. Here's what you missed while you were at work. Well, we'll start in chronological order. This morning, the FAA says it is auditing Boeing 737 MAX 9 production as aircraft remain grounded a week after the dramatic Alaska Airlines in-flight incident. This as passengers on board that Alaskan Airlines flight are now suing Boeing, and wouldn't you do the same? Patriots agree to hire Jared Mayo as their next head coach. The Olympics bring on their first beer sponsor as a global beer sponsor. Anybody want to take a guess as to which beer you think it is that is is sponsoring the Olympics now globally? Mm-hmm. Budweiser. It is Budweiser. I bet they're going to try to rehabilitate their Bud Light brand. Citigroup says it's going to lay off 20,000 U.S. employees over the next two years as the bank reports worst quarter in 15 years. The U.S. Justice Department announces it will pursue the death penalty against the Buffalo supermarket shooter Peyton Gendron, who killed 10 black people in a racially motivated shooting in New York back in 2022. I don't think I've ever seen 
said that guy's name before. Uh, there's such a de-emphasis on naming the shooters and emphasis on naming the victims. I don't think, I think that's the first time I've ever said his name. Uh, the Oregon Supreme Court, as you heard a few moments ago, won't remove Trump from the 2024 ballot. They're going to wait, wait instead for the U.S. Supreme Court to decide that. Alabama is close to hiring Washington's football coach, Kalen DeBeer, as Nick Saban's replacement. Uh, the Washington State Huskies, as you know, just played in. And I don't, did, did they win the national championship? They played Michigan. Who won that game? Uh, University of Washington lost to Michigan. Lost to Michigan. All right. So s- still, but that's kind of cool. Good for him. Uh, a New York judge has ordered Donald Trump to pay the New York Times $392,638 in legal fees following the former president's failed lawsuit against the newspaper. And some 2,600 flights have been canceled. Twice that many have been delayed as the Midwest is pummeled by snow and the South and Northeast brace for rough weather of their own uh, as we've got some bitter cold weather. Isn't it wonderful to live here in Florida and not have to deal with what they're dealing with in Iowa, what they're going to be dealing with Saturday uh, during the mm, the uh, the Dolphins and the Chiefs football game, what the Buffalo Bills and Pittsburgh Steelers are going to be dealing with during their Sunday game in Buffalo. Aren't you guys thrilled that we all live here in Central Florida? I know that I am. All right, some serious matters here. A Republican Senator, Bill Cassidy, has introduced legislation to block tax dollars from funding illegal aliens free health care. Now, when when Donald Trump says that he is going to implement the, the biggest deportation plan ever, uh, I'm telling you that's not going to happen. It, it, and it doesn't need to happen. It, it shouldn't happen. The optics of rounding up brown skinned people and putting in them, putting them on buses and trains bound for the border, uh, is just terrible. It's terrible optics. The, the ideal way to, to deal with the illegal alien population. Well, first and foremost, the ideal way is to shut down the border. To, we got to stop the bleeding first before we can deal with the wound that has been inflicted in the United States. But the best way to deal with this is self-deportation. If we close the doors, not just at the border, but close the doors to all the services, to all of the largesse that we're making available to illegal immigrants right now, they will say, the heck with this, I'm out. And they will deport themselves. We don't have to spend millions, if not billions of dollars deporting illegal immigrants. All we have to do is make the United States no longer an attractive nuisance for them, no longer an attractive place to come and make it just a nuisance. Take away the attractive part, make it a nuisance so that they hate the United States, so that they don't get free education, they don't get free health care, they don't get free food, they don't get put up in luxury hotels, uh, and they will deport themselves. That's the best way to go about doing this. Now, this as I don't know if you heard this terrible, terrible story out of uh, Colorado, a four-time deported man, he's been deported four times, uh, kills a mother and a son in a drunk driving crash. This guy is, uh, um, his name is Jose Guadalupe Menejar Alas. He's an, he's an illegal immigrant from El Salvador. 
He's 37 years old. He's been deported four times. Not only has he been deported four times, he has been arrested for drunk driving multiple times. Um, He was arrested in 2007. That was his first DUI. And then he had another one in 2016, another one in 2019. And he was also convicted of driving with alcohol. So not a DUI, but driving with alcohol in 2007. His first deportation was in 2009. He was also deported in 2013, 2014, and 2015. Uh, this is exactly the problem. This, this is why we don't, we, we don't want people in our country that are criminals. We don't want people in our country that we don't know their background. I, I know that El Salvador is bad and you're trying to get away from El Salvador and I can appreciate that. Uh, but, uh, I'm sorry, you don't get a free ride in the United States where you're four times deported, flouting our laws, not once, not twice, not three times, but four times just for coming across the border. On top of that, your drunk driving incidents, this guy, I, I pray now that they don't deport him. I pray now that they lock him up here in the United States. Don't send him back to El Salvador uh, to, to be locked up because I don't trust El Salvador. He needs to be locked up here in the United States. This as Democrat Jerry Nadler today had this to say about illegal immigrants. And we need immigrants in this country. Forget the fact that the farm that our, our, our vegetables would rot in the ground if it weren't if they weren't being picked by many immigrants, many illegal immigrants. The fact is that the birth rate in this country is way below replacement level, which means our population is going to start shrinking. And the ratio of people on Social Security and Medicare is going to increase relative to the number of people supporting them. Okay, three thoughts here. Replace vegetables with pick and cotton and what images come to mind. Two, Jerry Nadler just confirmed the replacement theory. And three, he's also confirmed the United States is a Ponzi scheme. We need new people coming in to fund the old people going out. This is WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580, Orlando's News and Talk. Breaking news to lively debates, covering the issues that matter to you. I make it a point to listen to Joe Kelly when I need to fully understand what's happening in the news. Now, the Joe Kelly Show on Orlando's News and Talk, WDBO. Talking about the illegal immigrants, and I'm telling you the, the, that rounding them up and building detention camps and putting them on buses and planes is an impossibility. It's not going to happen. It's terrible optics, first of all. It looks terrible. Uh, and secondly, it's just not feasible. The only way to, to rid our country of illegal immigrants is to make this country no longer palatable for illegal immigrants. Though clearly not everybody agrees with me. Joe, it goes back to you again. Soft in the belly. Forget the optics. They came here illegally all over the news. How about those optics? Running past Border Patrol. How about those optics? If they don't belong here, they don't belong here. You can't coddle them. You got to start tightening it up, man. You get your belly a little stronger, man. For real. And you didn't even have to say brown people. Just say illegal immigrants. That's it. Terrible, man. All right. So if I if I am if I'm soft in the belly, you're smooth in the brain. 
And there is no reason to be a condescending turd uh, if you disagree. Let's think this through, okay? So you walk down the street and you see brown people. We have no way of knowing if they're here legally or illegally. So you're suggesting that we should have some sort of CBP or police or ICE or someone, federal agents, state agents, stopping every person to check them for their papers. And not all immigrants, we know this full well, not all illegal immigrants are brown skinned anyway. So you think we should go door to door with federal agents, state agents, business to business, rousting people out and checking their papers. Now, where does that sound familiar? That sounds like Nazi Germany. Rounding them up and putting them in camps. Where have we heard that before? Look, we agree. We absolutely agree. That something has to be done about the 11 million illegal immigrants that have invaded our country. You and I are on the same page. We differ on what to do about it, how to get rid of them. I'm not like Democrats who who fail to recognize that there's a problem. Oh, there's a problem. All right. There's a big problem. And it's only getting worse every single day. But I don't want to live in a country where cops are going door to door checking for papers. I don't want to live in a country where roadblocks are set up and federal agents are checking papers. Because that's what you're talking about. That's what you're saying has to be done. When the easier way to do it is to simply cut them off from all services. Any landlord's who are caught renting to illegal immigrants are going to face jail time. Any businesses that are caught employing illegal immigrants are going to face jail time. Any hospitals, any schools, uh, any uh, charitable organizations that are offering services to illegal immigrants are going to face criminal charges. When word gets out that there is no benefit to coming to America illegally, they will self-deport. Because what is the alternative? Tell me where I'm wrong. Don't just call me names. Don't comment about my belly. Tell me where I'm wrong on this. 844-580-WDDB or use the open mic in the WDDB app. Speaking of which, Mexican restaurants. Laurel, I heard you talking about this yesterday, about Mexican restaurants. We're going to segue right from from that into Mexican restaurants. Uh, Say what you want about uh, immigrants. Some of them bring really good cuisine with them. And I I was surprised by this study. About 99% of all Americans live near at least one Mexican restaurant. This is according to a new study. And what I, what I did not realize, because I have lived in the South my whole life, 
I didn't realize that there were northern states that didn't have Mexican restaurants. I thought everybody had Mexican restaurants. I thought they were as common as like Italian restaurants. But 37.2 million people in the United States trace their ancestry to Mexico, making Mexican-Americans the largest Hispanic origin group in the nation. They represent 11% of the U.S. population and will bypass, surpass, I should say, not bypass, surpass black Americans who represent 12.5% of the population in the next decade. We will have more Mexican-Americans than black Americans. Mexican restaurants account for 22% of all restaurants in New Mexico, 20% in Texas, 18% in Arizona, 17% in California. I grew up in Texas. So I, honest to goodness, I thought everybody had Mexican restaurants at every corner everywhere. What's your favorite Mexican restaurant in town? Go. Uh, the one near me that's my favorite is called San Jose's. Oh, I love San Jose's. Yeah. That's my favorite. They have such good food. Paul Cross, do you have a favorite Mexican restaurant? I used to really like Amigos, but Amigos went bye-bye. Adios. Mm. Adios. Sayonara. Greg Rhodes? There's a place called Tamale Company over by me that's in the Hourglass District. Oh, it's so good. They have the giant margaritas, and they participate in all of the fun events that happen over there. I love Tamale Company. So there's a place on an iDrive. It's a, it's a national chain, but uh, it's called Uncle Julio's. I love Uncle Julio's. Don't get me started. I just, I love them. I like San Jose's and I like uh, Agave Azul. You ever been there? Yeah, they're really good too. I really like those. By the way, I did the math on this. I did the math on, on deporting 11 million illegal immigrants. So we have 11 million illegal immigrants and, and the average 737 can accommodate 200 people. So do you know how many flights of 737s out of the United States it would take? To deport 11 million people? It, I did the math. You, get, you can check my numbers on this because you know how I am with math. 55,000 flights is what it would take. 55,000 flights of 737s to deport 11 million people from the United States. Anna is joining us at 844-580-WDBO. Hi, Anna. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. Uh, I think you're right on the money by making it to where it's uncomfortable for illegals to stay here. Um, however, I also believe that if we round up the people who are, um, say, the, the group that's in New York City that's now being housed in a school, there are many of them right there that you know are illegal and you can round them up and deport them. And you're not going door to door. Sure. Like at you're, at you're the moment, thinking. yeah, at the moment, because our immigration system is such a disaster, uh, since it is intentionally broken by the Biden administration, at the moment, there it is a bit of a fish in the barrel kind of thing, uh, because they're, they, they are gathered together in, in large numbers in certain areas, Eagle Pass, Texas, uh, being one of them. And, and yes, in, in scenarios like that where there are a few hundred people, it would be much easier to, to round them up and gather them together. Uh, but, you know, if we weren't putting them in the high schools instead of our students, if we weren't putting them in Chicago O'Hare Airport uh, instead of, you know, letting Americans fly out of that airport, if we weren't accommodating them and putting them in hotel rooms, you know, they would have nowhere to go and nowhere to stay 
and and they would find that America is the last place they want to be. You're absolutely right. That, that's got to be our goal. Anna, thank you so much. Drive safe. I appreciate you. Thanks for calling. 844-580-WDBO. Or hit me up in the open mic in the WDBO app. It is Friday, by the way. Three-day weekend. And uh, coming up in the 6 o'clock hour, we're, we're going to have uh, a trivia on steroids in the 6 o'clock hour. I, I'm going to blow everybody's mind with trivia in the 6 o'clock hour. Not even Paul, Laurel, or Greg know what I've got up my sleeve for the six o'clock hour. So, uh, and then we'll have a guest contestant as well coming up in the six o'clock hour. So stay with us here on the Joe Kelly Show. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Orange, Seminole, Osceola, and all of Central Florida. Join the conversation now by using the open mic in the WDBO app. Now, the Joe Kelly Show on Orlando's News and Talk, WDBO. All right, y'all. We're just a few minutes away from our Friday night fun and games. Uh, I will, I'll give you this hint. If, you, if you're a fan of the 1980s, uh, you're going to want to tune in to the next hour, okay? That, that'll be your only hint I'm going to give you. Uh, and, I, and I will tell you that of the questions I asked, there are three possible points that, that our contestants can get per question that I ask. Uh, so I'm very excited about that. It'll be coming in just a few minutes. But first, but first, uh, illegal immigration. By the way, this is the first day that I've ever agreed with everything you said. Yes! Right on. Absolutely. We need to close the border and then they will self-deport when they aren't having access to all of our programs. That's the lady I've been trying to reach. I finally got through to her. I'm so excited. That is great. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate that. To make it unpalatable for these folks, uh, step one, conservative-controlled presidency, yeah. House, and yep. Senate. Yep. Because other than that... We'll never get the laws passed to make it so. At the very least, we'll we'll need a president. We need a president who makes the border his priority. And we know uh, that Donald Trump will. We know that Ron DeSantis will. Beyond that, I don't know who else would make the, the border a priority. Because we now know, we now know a Democratic congresswoman said the quiet part out loud. And we now know what the strategy is. We now know why... They're letting in millions and millions of illegal immigrants. And from Brooklyn, New York, we have a diaspora that, that can absorb a significant number of these migrants. And, I, that, you know, when I hear uh, colleagues talk about, uh, you know, the, 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 the doors of the inn being closed, um, no room in the inn, I, I'm saying, you know, I, I need more people in my district, but just for redistricting purposes. And those members could could clearly uh, fit here. Oh, OK. Oh, now we understand what the strategy is, because honestly, a lot of us have been scratching our heads for a long time now thinking, what is the plan? What is the strategy for letting so many people into the United States beyond that? And, and what Jerry Nadler had to say about, you know, picking. And we need immigrants in this country. Forget the fact that the farm that our, our, our vegetables would rot in the ground if it weren't if they weren't being picked by many immigrants, many illegal immigrants. The fact is that the birth rate in this country is way below replacement level, which means our population is going to start shrinking. And the ratio of people on Social Security and Medicare 
is going to increase relative to the number of people supporting them. Honestly, I could write a book on what Jerry Nadler just said. First of all, again, replace vegetables with cotton, and what do we have? Okay? Uh, that's that's the same argument the Democrats made back during s- slavery. Okay? Uh, beyond that, uh, <laughs> he confirms the replacement theory idea that they're trying to replace us with illegal immigrants. And three... It proves that the United States is a Ponzi scheme, that we need more new people coming in at the bottom to help pay for the old people at the top. All of that is very, very troublesome, and we love it when the Democrats say the quiet parts out loud. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. WDBO Orlando. WOEXFM HD2 Orlando. W297BB Orlando. Powered by Talon Wealth Management. Visit guardingyournesteg.com. Listen everywhere at WDBO.com, a Cox Media Group station. This is WDBO 1073 FM and AM 580, Orlando's news and talk. Talk and discussion on the latest breaking national news. Crude oil prices continue to fall. Local news. You're not going to have Disney have its own government in Central Florida. And stories that matter to you. Use the open mic in the WDBO app and let your voice be heard on The Joe Kelly Show. Oh, I'm so excited. I've been waiting all week for this. Friday night, fun and games. It is uh, our 6 o'clock hour. And tonight, we've got something very special A special trivia that we're going to do tonight. First of all, our contestants. Let me introduce our contestants. We have uh, Laurel Lee. Hello, Laurel. Hello there. Hello. We have Greg Rhodes uh, on the control board. Hello, Greg. Hello there. We have uh, Alex joining us on our special exclusive hotline. Hi, Alex. Hey, how's it going? Alex is also known as Mr. Laurel Lee. That's That's your cutie pie. Sure is. He's a cutie pie indeed. <laughs> he is a cutie pie. And then we have Paul Cross. He's also a cutie pie. Maybe I should ask what the prize is tonight. Because if it's Laura Lee again, we might as well just award it to <laughs> Alex right now. All right. Now, first, <laughs> I'm going to give you the bonus question first. And again, write these down. Write these down. And I'm telling you right now, just for the bonus question, I will give you $10,000 cash if you get this right. Okay, hey, ten thousand. Oh no, no, I can't pay, do that, can pay, I? Payable over a very, very, very long period of time—a Shohei Otani-style contract in very, very small increments. <laughs> okay, but your first question is this: What song is currently playing in Joe Kelly's head? Write it down. Write it down. Write it down. There is a song. It's been playing for days. I will tell you it's not the Sears commercial. I'm just going to throw that out there. It's not the Sears commercial. So write down what song is playing in my head. That is your first question. That is the only question for which I will pay $10,000 cash. Uh, Again, uh, asterisk, uh, over a very, very long period of time in very, very small increments. Okay. All right. Here is your... Now, here's the deal. This is going to be 1980s music trivia. I'm not going to play the hook of the song. I'm only going to play the first five seconds of every song. All right? So you're going to hear the first five seconds of every song. And then I'm going to ask you a trivia question related to it. So you need the artist and the title. That's two points. Uh, if you get both, though, that's... And then, and then if you know the answer to the question, you'll get three points. You can get as many as three points per song. Got it? Do we have any questions? Here is your first song. First five seconds of this song from the 1980s. 
Okay. So name the artist and the title. And then as a bonus question, from what country does that band originate? Got it? All right. Here's your second song. Artist and title. And your bonus question is, is the artist dead or alive? Song number three. I'll play it again. Okay, I need the artist and the title. And the bonus question is this. That singer is 65 years old now. How old was that singer when that singer sang that song? Closest to the pin gets a point. Here is song number four. Artist and title, song number four. And your bonus question for a third point is, is that lead singer dead or alive? Song number five. I'll play it one more time. Artist and title. Bonus question. (laughs) Is that singer dead or alive? We should call this morbid music trivia. <laughs> you you already have a, a challenge on number two there, Joe, on the song number two on Dead or Alive. So, All right, hang on. Where did I leave off? Song number six. One more time. Song number six, artist and title. And for a bonus question, is the artist dead or alive? (laughs) Song number seven. One more time. Song number seven. All right. Bonus question. How many people have been members of that band? Closest to the pin gets the point. Closest to the pin gets the point. All right, song number eight. I'll play it one more time. Song number eight. And bonus question. From what country does that band originate? 1970s song, by the way. What? It's a 70s song. Oh, boy. Song number nine. Artist and title, song number nine. Bonus question. How many people make up that group? 
and song number 10, the last song for our, in our first segment. Artist in title. Play it one more time. And your bonus question, in what city was that band formed? Got it? Okay, those are your 10 songs. Do I need to repeat any of those songs for you guys? Do, you got, do, do I need to circle back? Do I need to repeat anything? I'm going to take the silence as a no, or you, looks, you guys all look like you're writing as, as I say that, so. There were so many things to answer. I know! It's so hard. All right, so we, should I ask first what song is playing in my head? You can try. Okay, what, Laurel, what do you have? What song is playing in my head? Uh, okay, I know your favorite music group is Hall & Oates, and the only song I know by them off the top of my head is Rich Girl. Okay. Uh, Paul Cross, what is this song playing in my head? Disco Duck. It's a good guess. Uh, Greg, what song is playing in my head? I said Mambo Number 5. Wow, very good. Alex, what song is playing in my head? Uh, I was thinking Arithmic, Sweet Dreams. You guys all have very good guesses. Tragically, here is the song that is playing in my head. This is the torture that is my life. Laurel has no idea what the song is. Schlamiesel, Schlamazel, Thompson Fabric Corporation. This is actually, I didn't realize there's an artist. Cindy Greco is the artist. I thought it was Laverne and Shirley that was the artist of that song. <laughs> One of my favorite scenes from Wayne's World. Oh, but that song, that's... Laurel not, hasn't seen it. I, I'm, I'm sure. Wait, she hasn't seen Wayne's World? No. What is... Thanks, we, babe. Golly. No. All right, here we go. Song number one. Here we go. Laurel, artist and title. No clue. Uh, do you know where they're from? <laughs> I guessed South Africa. Greg, artist and title. I had a uh, walk on by for the title. Uh, don't know the artist, and I guessed England. Okay. Uh, Alex, artist and title. Dire Straits, Walk of Life. What country? Australia. Paul, artist and title. Dire Straits, Walk of Life, England. What? Paul is the only one who got all three right. Yep, Walk of Life by Dire Straits. They're from England. Song number two. Oh, Men at Work. What? No, it was Dire Straits. Men at Straits. Work is from Australia. Right. Oh, yes. But, okay, yes. but... Wait, but what? I was going to say, but Alex gets two points. That's how we're doing this, That's right? right. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, here's your second song. Hey, don't so stick up for him. He can stick up for himself. We're going to run out of time. <laughs> All right, Laurel, artist and title. I... Uh, hold on. Oh, wait. Okay, I know this one. It's Careless Whispers, and it's by George Michael. And where, uh, is he dead or alive? He's dead. Okay, Greg? Careless Whisper, George Michael, dead. Alex? Careless Whispers, George Michael, dead. Paul? It is by Wham! It's not. It is. It is not. Look it up. It is absolutely by Wham! Hey, Google. Look it up. Who's saying Careless Whisper? Careless Whisper was recorded by George Michael. I just nope. looked it up. It was? Oh, did you? Yes, it's. you heard Google. Google said it's by George okay. Michael. Okay, Google. It's uh, Careless Whisper, and he's dead. And he's dead. All right, here, song number three. <laughs> Laurel, artist and title. I love rock and roll. It's Joan Jett. 
Uh, Greg, oh, oh, and how old was she when the song, when she performed the song? I guessed 19. Okay. Greg, artist and title. Joan Jett, I Love Rock and Roll. I guessed 23. Alex. I guessed 20 for Joan Jett, uh, I Love Rock and Roll. Paul. Joan Jett, I Love Rock and Roll, and I guessed 30. Laurel, did you say, what age did you say, Laurel? 19. Oh. Didn't someone say 23. I did. Greg did. It's 23. Wow. She is 23. How about that? All right. Song number four. Laurel, artist and title. Call me Blondie. Uh, And uh, is she, is the lead singer dead or alive? She's alive. Okay. Her her name is Deborah Harry, by the way. Uh, Greg, uh, artist and title. I didn't have either, but I guessed dead. (laughs) Yeah, you're wrong. All three of those are wrong. Uh, Alex. Uh, Blondie, call me, and she's alive. Yeah, she's seventy-eight years old. Paul, I had that. I had everything there. Very good. Congratulations, Paul. Number five, <laughs> Laurel, artist and title. Got nothing. Uh, uh, okay, we're not going to do the dead or alive then. Uh, Greg, artist and title. Is that Karma Chameleon from Culture Club? Is that a question you're asking me? Sure, and so it's Jeopardy and, uh, and alive, and he's alive. Uh, Alex, uh, Culture Club, Karma Chameleon. Uh, he's alive. And Paul. Yes, uh, Culture Club, Karma, Karma, Karma Chameleon. It's Karma Chameleon, and he's alive. Miraculously, he is alive. I don't know how Boy George is still alive, but he is... He's still touring. He is alive, yeah. Hang on, I just got from my my wife, for Paul, why was Careless Whisper not credited to Wham? Because it was a a solo song. That's not correct. I will debate you on this, but we don't (laughs) have time. We don't have time for this. We don't have time. We don't have time for this! All right, number six. Artist and title. I don't know. Uh, Greg, artist and title. Still standing, but I don't have an artist. Uh, and I guessed alive. Alex, artist and title. Elton John, still standing, alive. And Paul, artist and title. Elton John, I'm still standing, alive. Technically, Paul is right with the title. It's I'm still standing. Uh, it is Elton John, and he is alive. He's 76 years old. Song number seven. You're all keeping your own score, right? Because I'm not. Good. <laughs> Laurel, artist and title. I guess Disco Inferno, but I think that's a 70s song, and that's all I got. Okay. Uh, Greg, artist and title. I had September, uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire, and Eight was my... Yeah, because the, the bonus question is how many people have been members of the band, okay? Uh, Alex, artist and title. Earth, Wind, Fire, September, and I put Eight as well. And Paul, uh, artist and title, and how many people have been members? Earth, Wind, and Fire, September, and I guessed 20, because you said have been members, so I don't... Yeah, uh, closest closest to the pin wins. Paul, you are closest to the pin, uh, so you get a third point there. Uh, There have been 49 members of Earth, Wind, and Fire. They rotate them in and out like menudo. All right, song number eight. Artist and title, Laurel. Would you guess that I don't know? I'm, I would not. I would have guessed that, yes. Greg? I went with when I was young, but I don't know who sings it. Uh, Alex? I, I I struck out here. All right. And Paul Cross? I had Super Tramp, the logical song, and I believe they're from Australia. You are 
Uh, two, two thirds. Two out of three. Two out of three. Okay, yeah. They're yeah. they're from England. They're from England, and okay. it is the logical song by Supertramp. Here's song number nine. Laurel, artist and title. Tainted Love. That's all I know. All right, Greg. I'd run away. Uh, Alex. Uh, Tainted Love. I don't know the artist. All right, Paul Cross. Soft Cell, Tainted Love. And how many people? Two members. Two members of the group is exactly right. You get all three points, Paul. And here's your 10th song. Laurel, artist and title. That's Journey with Don't Stop Believing and I Believe In. And I think they're from Chicago. Yeah, because the question is, in what city was the band formed? Uh, Greg? Yep, I went with Journey, Don't Stop Believing, and Detroit. Okay. Uh, Alex? I went, uh, it's Journey, Don't Stop Believing, and I said Boston. And Paul Cross? Journey, Don't Stop Believing, and they were formed in San Francisco, if I'm not mistaken. They actually have a song about San Francisco. The city Lights. by the bay. Oh, 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 oh. Thanks, guys, for not joining me. We could have had a five-part harmony there. And you guys all left me hanging. Man! All right. Hang on. We'll have uh, part two of our Friday night 80s music trivia coming up next. Stay with us. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. In-depth segments on topics that matter to Orange, Seminole, Osceola, and all of Central Florida. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. I love your show every night. You're doing great, bud. All right, here we go again. Here's your next song. Song number one, segment two. We're running behind. Artist and title. One more time. And your bonus question is, in the music video, who sings the song in the music video? Okay? Song number two. Artist and title. Bonus question. For whom is the band named? And number three. I'll play it one more time. Artist and title. And your bonus question, for what was the band named? Let's go back to the first song here. Laurel, artist and title, quick. I know the song, I don't know. All right, Greg. Paul Simon, call me Al. Uh, And then who sang it in the video? Chevy Chase. Uh, Alex. Paul Simon, call me Al. Chevy Chase. Paul. Uh, Paul, Paul, turn your mic on. I'm so sorry. Paul Simon, you can call me Al Chevy Chase. Laurel, artist and title. Africa, Toto, I don't know, Little Dog and Wizard of Oz. That's exactly right. You guys score yourselves on that one. Here's the next one. Laurel, (laughs) artist and title. I don't know. Uh, Greg, artist and title. Artist is, I think it's Air Supply, and I don't have... Alex, artist and title. This much is true, don't know the artist. Paul, artist and title. Spandau Ballet, true, and I don't know the bonus. This is is macabre. 
Uh, Spandau Ballet. Spandau, there are two, two possible solutions to this. Spandau uh, means machine gun in German, and it's believed that when the Nazis were shooting people, uh, as their bodies collapsed, they called that the Spandau Ballet. What a macabre thing to name your band after. We'll continue with more of our macabre, dead or alive, 80s music trivia coming up next. This is WDBO 1073 FM and AM 580, Orlando's news and talk. News, weather, traffic, all the things you want on your drive home. Plus, Joe Kelly being, well, Joe Kelly. Now, the Joe Kelly Show on Orlando's news and talk, WDBO. All right, Friday night fun and games, and uh, we've got our contestants and ready to go. And where did I put that piece of paper? Here it is. Okay. All right. Um, Laurel, are you ready for our next our next ten songs? These no, are, but let's go. Yeah, these are '80s songs. Maybe a '70s thrown in here and there. '80s songs, and it's the first five seconds of the song. Hmm. I'll do it again. Artist and title, and the bonus question: Where are they from? Okay. Where are they from? Song number two. Song number two, artist and title. And your bonus question is, name at least two members of the original band. Okay. I'll give you a second to write it down. Okay, song number three. Song number three, artist and title. And for a bonus point, where's the band from? See, it's not as macabre this time. Song number four. I could read Laurel's lips. Oh my gosh, I know this song, but I don't know this song, is what Laurel just said. Artist and title, and your bonus question is, from what nation does the band originate? Song number five. Artist and title... And your bonus question, from what nation does the band originate? Song number six. Mm, that's a song I've not heard in a long time. And your bonus question, is the artist dead or alive? Song number seven. Artist and title, song number seven. And for a bonus point, is the artist dead or alive? Song number eight.
You just did that thing again, Laurel. I know this song, but I don't know the song. song Actually, I said, oh, you love this song. I do. I like all of these songs. All right, here's, your bo- here's a really macabre one. Here's your bonus question. Of the four band members, how many are still alive? Song number nine. Artist and title. And for a bonus point, from what American state did they originate? And song number 10. Artist and title, song number 10. This was a little macabre also. I'll tell you that he's dead. He died in 1981. For a bonus point, how did he die? Okay, let's go back to the number one song. Here's your first song. Laurel, artist and title. I don't know. Greg, artist and title. I had Take My Breath Away, but I don't have an artist. Uh, uh, Alex, artist and title. Alex? Alex? You got me? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I am drawing a blank on that one. Wow. Paul Cross, you're going to save us. Fleetwood Mac, everywhere, and band members are from England and the U.S. That's exactly right. Paul Cross is amazing. This guy knows his music. All right, song number two. Laurel, artist and title. No idea. Wow. Uh, Greg. I can't remember the name of the title, but it's uh, Rolling Stones. Alex. Rolling Stones, start me up. And name at least two of the original band members. Uh, Ronnie Wood, Keith Richards. Uh, And Paul Cross, same question for you, artist and title. Yeah, Rolling Stone, Start Me Up from the Tattoo You album, 1981. See what I can do here? Mick Jagger, Keith Richards, Charlie Watts. I'm going to go Charlie Watts. I don't think Ronnie Wood is amongst the original five members. He wasn't original, but he's been there for 111 years, and he's still not (laughs) one of the members. But I don't think you get the point for that one, I'm afraid, Alex. I'm sorry. Oh, no. You're denied. All right, here's your next song. For the love of Pete Laurel, artist and title. It's a very sad song. It's by Pete. I don't know. <laughs> Greg, artist and title. I didn't have a title, but is the artist Pearl Jam? Uh, Alex, artist and title. Uh, I'm, I draw a blank again. Paul Cross, save us. Crowded House, Don't Dream It's Over from England. They're from Australia, Australia. which we all know is the penal colony for England. So you get like a half a point for that (laughs) one. So, all right, here's your next one. (sighs) Laurel. Take my breath away. (laughs) That's all I know. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Greg. Same title, Take My Breath Away. Yep. Guessing they're from the Netherlands. Do, do, do you have a, a, a band name? I do not. Okay. Alex? Uh, Berlin, take my breath away, and I think they're English. English. English, all right. And Paul Cross? 
Berlin, Take My Breath Away. Terry Nunn, lead vocalist, Laurel Lee, you should know this because Terry tried out for Princess Leia in the original Star Wars oh. and did a did a check with uh, Harrison Ford. What do you call those things where they do a read and then they did a screen test? I think and they called a screen test. Yeah, screen test. They're from California. They are Ooh. from California. The band Berlin is from Berlin, the United yeah. States. They were uh, originated in L.A. in 1978. All right, your next song, song number five. Laurel, is there any point? <laughs> I literally only know the hey, hey, hey part. Okay, Greg. We had this song on here last week. Yes! I know it's Don't You Forget About Me, but I can't, I don't know the artist. Alex. Don't You Forget About Me. I don't, I forget the artist, but I think they're English. Uh, and Paul Cross. Simple Minds, Don't You Forget About Me. And I'm going to say Ireland. Close. Scotland. Sc- Scotland. Yeah, yeah they're from, they're from Glasgow. All right. Uh, song number six. Laurel. The saddest song by Pete's brother, Steve. <laughs> I don't know. Greg. Sounds like the beginning of a Quentin Tarantino movie. It That's does, all doesn't it? Uh, Alex. Chris Isaac, I don't want to fall in love. And he's alive. And Paul Cross. What Alex said. Yeah, are you sure? Yeah. Chris Isaac, don't want to fall in love. The name of the song is Wicked Game. Oh, oh, shoot. You're that. right. Yes. And he is alive. He is 67 okay. years old. Two. I Darn guessed it, they right. were alive. Yeah, you got that part. Song number seven. Laurel. Damn to my heart. Take me. I'm the only one. Greg. <laughs> is it Tell It to My Heart? But I don't know the artist. I had to Alex. Say. Tell It to My Heart. I don't know the artist. Paul. Taylor Dane, tell it to my heart, and she's alive. 61 years old, and she's five foot two. I've met her in person. <laughs> she's just a little itty bitty one. All right, song number eight. Laurel? I know you love it. I don't remember a thing about it. Cool, 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 cool. Greg? I don't have it. <laughs> Alex? Pointer Sisters, uh, so excited, and one is still alive. And Paul Cross. Ooh, uh, Pointer Sisters, uh, I'm so excited. I had two that were deceased, I think. Alex, congratulations. You got that. It is. I'm so excited about the Pointer Sisters, and only Ruth is alive. Sisters Anita, Bonnie, and June are all DRT. I guessed the number one. Yeah. All right. uh, Song number nine. Laurel. I know this one. It's Van Halen. It's Jump. And for a bonus point, what American state do they originate? Alabama. Is that really what you want to go with? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> really? <laughs> one out of 50 chance. Greg. Jump Van Halen, California. Alex. Jump Van Halen, California. Paul. Jump Van Halen and Pasadena, California. Laurel, would you like to change your answer at all? <laughs> I maybe should go with California. Probably should go with California mm-hmm. on that one, yes. And song number 10. Laurel's the artist and title. I don't know. Greg? No idea. Alex? Uh, could you be loved Bob Marley? He died of cancer. And Paul? 
I will say Bob Marley. I get up, stand up, and gunshot. Uh, you say died of a gunshot? Gunshot. I know you're thinking of... Peter Tosh. You're thinking of sexual healing and... Uh, oh, no, that's... Yeah, that's... He was Marvin one Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye. So it is Bob Marley. Answer. Could You Be Loved is the name of the song. Could You Be Loved. And he died of melanoma that started under his big toenail that he Gosh. he mistook for a soccer injury. So he didn't seek treatment for it. And then it spread. And so, yes, Alex, he died of oh, cancer, wow. of melanoma. We'll add up our scores and continue our music trivia. Straight ahead. Stay with us. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Connected to our community. Talk local issues and events with Joe Kelly. Use the open mic in the WDBO app and let Joe know what interests you. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. All right, right, your score. score. Uh, Uh, Hang on, hang on. Your score. My score is uh, 17. Greg? 29. 29. Uh, Alex? 42. Mm, Paul Cross? 59. Yes, congratulations to Paul Cross. Got every single one except for the song that was playing in my head. You missed the $10,000 by that much. Have a great weekend, y'all. We'll see you back here on Tuesday uh, here on the Joe Kelly Show.